Aaron Tattersall here with another episode of At the Table with Ag Risk Advisors, where we discuss timely and relevant issues challenging the ranchers and farmers we serve every day. You'll be hearing from industry experts and our advisors as we examine risk management programs to protect your legacy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to At the Table with Ag Risk Advisors. Lane Nordland joining you here today. Thanks for joining us here on wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, as we are at the table, we are talking about all those risk management tools that just help protect producers out in the countryside and protect them against the uncertainty that is Mother Nature and the uncertainty that is, well, agriculture. Uh, today, we are joined by Peyton Orell, Jason Aiken, and Kayla Mills, Ag Risk Advisors, teammates. And uh, uh, first off, uh, Jason, it, uh, Everybody's in the home office this week in Colorado. For yourself, how are things going uh, as as the team gathers down in Colorado? And I'm broadcasting from Montana, but Jason, how are things on your plate today? Uh, good. We're in uh, we're in, in Denver Greenwood uh, Village here, and and uh, home office doing some uh, catch up on uh, getting our PRF season uh, kicked off. So uh, we've got uh, some trainings and stuff on some software that we use that we wanted to get everybody together with um, and uh, just kind of make sure we go through our policies and, and procedures and make sure we fine tune everything for uh, the season uh, coming up here. So uh, no, things are, things are good. And Peyton, for our audience, uh, where, where do you spend the majority of your time uh, with Ag Risk Advisors? They're in the home office or where do you call home? No, I'm from Delta, Colorado and um we just come over here a few times a year for meetings, so I pretty much work from home, and it works out pretty good. Well, uh, what, what, what's it uh, being like to I obviously spend your time in the countryside, but also make your way into uh, into the office just to be surrounded by your teammates? You know, it's a, it's a big advantage. It helps a lot to be, you know, surrounded by other people doing the same thing as you and just, you know, bounce ideas off of each other and just try to learn more and get better at our jobs. And uh, also, Kayla, I, I know where you live there in Wyoming. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to put my cowboy hat on. No, no one can see this on the auto, but Kayla's wearing her cowboy hat. I'll, I'll put mine on too here. My, my studio lights are a little bright for me today. But uh, Kayla, how are things uh, going there in Denver? And, and what, what are things looking like there in Wyoming? Um, Denver has been a blast getting to catch up with all the other agents. And like Peyton said, bounce ideas off of each other. Um, Wyoming has been great. We've gotten moisture, so you couldn't ask for better on the, out on the place. Um, yeah. Well, the last time I saw you, Kayla, we were both in San Diego a few weeks back at the Cattle Industry Summer Business Meeting. Did you make it home, uh, or, or did you? Are you slowly driving on your way back to Wyoming? Or, but did you make it I, home? I did make it home. Um, it was after a canceled flight. I made it home a day later and had to drive to get my car the next day, but I did make it home. I. Uh, our, our flights got canth- or delayed because our flight crew got timed out. And so all of us Montana folks, we got a, an email saying, well, you're not going to make your flight connection because we're an hour late. And half the Montana, well, all the Montana crew except two of us said, you know what? We're going to risk it. We're going to get to the airport. And, well, we ran across Salt Lake. We ran three quarters of a mile in about uh, five minutes. 
Um, I tasted blood the whole way, but I got back from the cattle industry convention summer meeting just to, just in time to host this this conversation. I, yes. I'm still my legs are still cramping, but glad you made it home and, and glad all three of you made it uh, to, to the gathering there in Denver for, for the Ag Risk Advisors roundup there. And, you know, obviously pasture, rangeland and, and forage. That, that's something that so many livestock producers uh, are, are familiar with, but also it, it's kind of a, a brave new world for some producers. They hear PRF. We talk about PRF quite a bit as a risk management tool. Um, and, of course, we know that the important deadline of PRF is coming up on December 1st, 2023. But uh, first off, what is PRF? Well, let's just start it that way. What, which one of you wants to take that and talk about what PRF is? I'll, I'll take the easy part. Um, so PRF is a, uh, a risk management tool that allows ranchers to ensure the acres that they're grazing or haying um, that covers the lack of rainfall. Um, anytime uh, you've got the insurance on uh, a piece of, uh, piece of ground um, where an interval comes in at uh, less than uh, 90% of average or 85%, you, you'll end up picking your uh, level there that you're going to ensure. But uh, when there's a below average rainfall is, is where it's it's going to kick in and and uh, pay out an, an indemnity. So um, it, a, a lot of people, uh, we, we hear it called drought insurance all the time. It's, it's, it's not drought insurance. Um, obviously, in a drought, you are in a lack of rainfall. So it pays out more in when they're in a drought, but um, that's that, that's not what we refer to it as. We refer to it as rain insurance, precip insurance, or, or PRF. So now, when we're trying to decide when is the best time to get a policy, because uh, obviously it is a policy. What what tools does Ag Risk Advisors use to identify when when they come out to a ranch or sit down with a producer at their local livestock association meeting? Because I know Ag Risk Advisors is is out and about on the road, sitting down with producers. Uh, how do you show them exactly when is the best time to buy a policy and uh, really go off of some of those historical averages? Because a lot of people may say, well, heck, we got a lot of rain this year. I, I don't even need to consider a policy next year. <laughs> so um, so, the, so the, the PRF, you can, uh, you can only buy it a certain time of year. It is a, it's, a, it's an annual policy. It starts on January 1 and runs until uh, December 31st. And so it's a calendar year product. Um, and the only time we can really truly sell it is basically about September until December 1st um, is the deadline when we have to have everything in for, ne for next year. So, so when you're looking at buying this policy, you, you really only have, you know, uh, the fall to, to work on whether or not you're going to get into it for next year. Um, but uh, some of the tools that we have for uh, looking at whether or not you should be using this policy for this year, your operation for this year or not, is um, we've got a, a, a program called uh, Range Calc that we use from uh, Silvius Insurance has developed this product, um, and uh, it's it's a it's a software that allows us to to go in. We put in all the information based on how many acres you have, where it's located, what grids, and and we're really able to go in and dial down 
what 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 are different scenarios and not and and basically gives us options of how how to best ensure your operation um one of the things that uh, that i like to ask when i'm talking to producers especially if it's their first first year is is what do they expect to get out of it um, um because even even on a small operation there's millions of different ways you can set up a policy um, and so uh, my, I always want to get with, with the ranchers, the producers and find out what is, uh, what, what, what's your expectations? Um, how do you, how do you want this to work for you and how, how's it best going to benefit your operation? Do you want to take on a high risk toler, a high risk level and, and only ensure a certain amount of acres that may, that may get you a great big payout, but also at the same time may get you uh, a large premium bill um, if we do get uh, uh, a lot of moisture. So I like to, I, I personally like to be more conservative on it and, and that uh, we can, we can really dial it down to where, Hey, let's, let's look at maybe something that's a more conservative, spread that coverage out over longer periods of time, uh, more grids, different things like that. Um, you may not get the largest indemnities, you know, this isn't a big money-making type top policy set up that way, but it, it, it ensures your risks and, 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 uh, so you're more likely to get more smaller payouts throughout the entire, entire year. Um, uh, but it, it really, it depends on, on the acres, the land, where it's at and yeah, what it does. We've saw a lot of moisture this year. Um, and so this year looks definitely much different than last year. So. Well, and again, that application deadline is December 1st, and we have to remember this plan is for 2024. And, and Peyton, I'll, I'll go to you. I guess if, if you're sitting down with someone that is, is new to PRF, maybe they've heard about it, or maybe literally they're just like, you know what, I've read the brochure, it, it, it sounds really good. What can a producer do uh, to help you and what can you do for a producer to help them even before they, they sign the contract? What, what are some of those steps? Uh, and again, any of the three of you can jump in on this, but uh, Peyton, I, I guess, what are some of the things that folks should really be consider considering if they're new to PRF and, and what, what they need to prepare uh, to, to bring to you and, and collaborate on? So what we need from the producers is we need to just know where their ground's at. You know, uh, 578 is an FSA document that will tell us exactly the, the legals on the ground that they run on. And then from there, what we need to know is where, where is your ground located? And from there, we'll take it and we'll put together the best policy we can. And, you know, the more time we have to work on these policies, the, the, better, or the better we can make them. So if we can get started early and, you know, start working on it and find out what, you know, find out more about your operation and the, the risk involved, you know, what time of year is most important for your ranch to get rainfall. And, you know, from there, just try to make the best individual policy for that, uh, for that operation to, to benefit them. Now, a question somebody may have is, well, I have some lease ground that I run cows on, or hey, can, can they insure those acres? And if so, I guess, how, how do you prove that that, that lease is, is yours? Yes, they can insure lease ground. Um, and to prove that you have to have a written lease of some kind, it can even be scratched down on a piece of paper and proof that you have um, 
some kind of livestock on that land at some point. Um, so it works pretty easy because I run on almost 100% lease ground and I, I insure all of it. Now, what are some of the concerns that you hear from from uh, producers uh, when you're talking with them or, or they're trying to figure out how many acres to cover or, you know, maybe they just uh, they're, they're not really sure, but they know that their neighbors are doing it and it's helped buy some hay during the uh, a lack of, of rainfall period. I guess what, what are some of those talking points that you think are essential for producers to know about and, and just really know that they are in, in trusted hands with the Ag Risk Advisors team. For me personally, Lane, I, I'm a producer. I use it myself. And that is a huge benefit to me to be able to understand their where they're coming from. Um, and the nice part is, is you this is not like normal crop insurance that you have to insure all acres. You can form it to your budget. Um, and if you want to start out small and try it out, that's great. We also... As agents, I mean, I don't know any one of us that wouldn't track a policy for you for free for a year or two and see if you like it, see if it's something that's worth doing. Um, it's also a long game kind of policy. Um, I don't think you that you'll get more benefit out of it if you stay in for five to ten years compared to doing it, trying to do it on dry years, hit or miss. And obviously. Once uh, once all that information is entered and, and you have it on hand too, if you re-enroll, it's a little bit more of an easy easier process. But uh, what are some things that uh, folks should really uh, consider as well if they're planning to continue that policy and, and work with the Ag Risk Advisors team? Uh, what are some uh, helpful tips that you have for them here today? So... Um... It, when 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 I'm getting ready to visit with my producers and stuff, I'm asking things like, uh, "Hey, is, has anything changed? Uh, have, do we need to add any acres that uh, that we didn't have uh, last year? Um, you know, did you buy any more BLM ground or or uh, leases? Um, did you buy any more paying ground or anything like that? Um, and then the also flip side of that is, uh, did we sell any? Do we need to remove any? Um, we definitely don't want to." Uh, go through our acreage report and get everything signed and then find out later on that, oh, hey, well, I sold that allotment. I don't even, don't even have that one anymore. So um, that, that could be a bad thing. So we want to make sure that we're we're going over um, all, the, all the land, all the acres. Um, did, did we go up or down? Um, we we want to assess how, assess how our current policy is performing. Um, and and is, it, is it meeting their expectations? Um, what uh, you know the, the, in the months that it, that it rained, um, did that was was that really a, a big benefit to the producer and and help them uh, you know wean off bigger calves or or what um, in in the times when it was dry did, did they get the uh, indemnities that they thought that they they were going to and things like that so um, asking those questions how their current PRF policies performed and and if it's met, meeting their expectations or do we need to change things up and, and maybe be a little bit more aggressive or more conservative one way or the other um, on how we set up our, our policy for next year. Um, and so, uh, and then the other question is, are we, a lot of my producers are insuring less than hundred percent and probably even less than 50% of their acres. Um, and so, uh, 
my one of my questions is always are we going to stay at the same acres uh, allotment or are we going to change and a lot of that's based didn't going to be based on their budget how much how much are you willing to pay for this insurance if we get rain above average all year long um now obviously that's less that's not likely to happen but at the same time i want them to make that decision of how big do you want this policy to be i want that policy to fit their budget I don't need it to fit my. I don't need it to fit my budget. I need it to fit their budget. So we don't want to. Uh, we want to make sure that hey, what's your budget looking like? Are you you know maybe if with it with it being um, a good year, uh, calf prices being the way they are and stuff like that, their budget may change next year. Um, they may want to get a little bit more aggressive or put in more acres. And so I can see it, see us making some changes to a lot of policies for the twenty twenty four year. Sure. Now, a question that I have is, do you just have to, to sign up for the program by December 1st and then figure out how many acres that you would like to enroll, or does that all of that have to take place be, uh, before that December 1 uh, deadline? Yeah, all of that's got to be done by December 1st. So um, anybody that's been in the program should have a pretty good idea how that works. Um, anybody that's uh, not gotten into the program yet, um, you know, yeah, you'll you'll there's actually kind of a two-step process. Um, you've got to get an application signed. Um, you've got to do applications for each county. On that application, you need to uh, uh, elect whether or not you're going to do um, grazing or or haying. Uh, any any operate any any acres that's going to be grazing or, or haying in that county. Um, needs to be on there. Um, your pro productivity factor level needs to be picked and on there. And then also your uh, percentage of average uh, needs to be on that application. And so if you're running, if you're running uh, three different counties, um, you, you're going to have three, three different applications that you're going to have to submit. Um, and so, so you submit those in and then that's where Peyton was saying, hey, you know, we, we, we got to get this stuff in as early as we can. The applications, the the first part, um, we get that in and signed, signed and in, and then the RMA goes through and approves that. And then the real work begins of, okay, picking how does this policy really work? Um, and so we want, we want to have as much time as we can to uh, work with the producer um, and really narrow it down to hey how many how many acres do you want to do how you know which option do you want to go with do you want to be conservative do you want to be aggressive um and so uh so yeah that's why that's why getting those applications in early is, is a benefit and gives you more time to get those acreage reports in acreage reports need to be signed and submitted by december 1st so now, obviously, uh, when, when you're buying that policy, it's about the unknown. You're trying to protect yourself, but uh, utilizing the technology that is range calc, it's not just a roll of the dice and closing your eyes and, and hoping you don't roll a seven when you're on a good <laughs> crab streak, obviously. Peyton, can you maybe walk us through when you're looking at the historical weather data and different times, uh, how, how you're able to advise 
uh, producers when the best time to purchase one of these policies is based on uh, the county that they are uh, uh, growing hay or, or, or grazing. Uh, just because I, I think that's an important aspect of it, that you're not going to buy buy a policy in the most historically wet time period. Uh, can, can you maybe just walk us through that uh, here today? Yeah. Um, uh, so what we do is we look at each grid and each grid is different. So, you know, each grid has it goes back to 1948. I believe that's correct. And so we can see the, you know, the averages through those two month intervals all the way back to 1948. And we just try to look at those, you know, look at each grid separately and which time frame, which time of year is historically drier. And, you know, it, it's pretty much impossible to guess, but based on these averages, you can set up a, a policy that is, you know, better than, you know, just even straight across by knowing that, you know, this time of year is usually drier than this time of year or, you know, has historically paid more in this interval. And, you know, obviously, as uh, once producers sign up, you know, Ag Risk Advisors does provide them with a lot of information that they can track, whether that's the weather updates. Uh, uh, Kayla, do you just want to talk about just the resources? It's not just, hey, sign up and then, then we'll talk when it's time to get a payment. Uh, Ag Risk Advisors just provides their their customers with a lot of information um, every single day, uh, just tracking weather and, and all the other risk management tools uh, that, that you provide as well. Yeah, uh, as agents, um, we send out, once you sign up every month, you will get a PRF performance tracking email from us. Um, most of us reach out to you at least once or twice a year and chat with you. And then we also do weekly weather blasts and then we also have the long range forecast um, that we do. And then we also talk to you about billing updates and um, payment plan options. So what, what does that look like? That, that's one thing that a, a rancher is always going to ask is, uh, well, how am I getting the payments? But uh, better yet, uh, when, when, when this lack of rainfall occurs, how do I get my payment so I can buy extra hay or, or whatnot? So, so yeah, so on the, on, on the indemnity payment, um, it's usually about 60 days before the RMA will uh, release their, their final decision on what the, the rain index was. Um, and, uh, and then usually they're getting a check out within the next week after that. Um, but uh, so, so yeah, so there's, there's definitely a lag time between the end of the indemnity or the, the end of, uh, oh shoot, I just, Interval. 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 The interval. <laughs> Indemnities and intervals, and I get them all mixed up. So, anyways, um, but uh, anyways, at the end of the in interval, um, sixty days later, you get that uh, uh, notice from the carrier that hey, there's there's going to be a payout, and and the check check will be in the mail within a week. Um, and so so with that, I mean, it, it if you think about it, it's actually fairly quickly that it happens fairly quick we're not waiting until the end of the year for the policy to pay out whether or not there's a there's a claim it's it, it's paying out within 60 days after that that uh, lack of rainfalls happened um and so so it, it it's coming out pretty quick maybe not quick enough some people might wish they had it a little bit earlier um but uh that's one thing that we have with that uh our our tracking system um We'll put we'll put all of our policies into uh, our, our database, um, and pretty much every day when the the 
staff comes in here at the office, they hit a button and it repopulates that data with uh, updated rainfall information. And so we're, we're sending out an estimate to, to our, our customers. Once a month, we're, we're reminding them to go and look at that, but we're updating that pretty much every day. So it's fairly live time. Um, and, and so they can go in and look at that. Uh, they'll have access to their own portal and they can go in and look at that at any time. So if they're going in to meet with their banker or whatever on the 17th or something, and they want to see how, how their policy is currently uh, performing, they can, they can access that right off, off their phone and, and see where they're at. If they're going in, going in looking like they need to go buy some hay. Um, and uh, anyways, they're, they're going, man, I, I I either need to go to the bank or I need to do something and they can look at that. Oh, wait, I've got a check coming here in the next month. I, sh I should be fine. And then they can, uh, you know, kind of plan their, their cash flow that way. So that, that's the, that's the big benefit of the performance tracking um, is, and being live time is they can go in and see that uh, on a pretty much any day. So. Uh, one of my last questions, guys, is is wh why do you do what you do? Uh, farming, farming and ranching is, is tough. Uh, I run cows too. Not just to, I don't I don't just talk for a living, but uh, it, it's it's tough to stay in business, and, and there's a lot of headwinds. Uh, I run cows because I like running cows. It's what we've always done. It, it's uh, it's just something that I enjoy doing, and uh, it's great to have partners out there that help us stay in business. And so I'm thankful for what you guys do. But wh why do you guys love what you do, Peyton? I'll start with you. Um, I just like you know the the type of people we get to work with. You know, ranchers and farmers are, you know, down to earth. You know, some of the best people in the world, and you know, just trying to you know help them. I I grew up on a ranch, um, five generations, and whenever I started talking to people about PRF and stuff, a lot of them in that area had never even heard of it before. So I feel like, you know, just helping farmers and ranchers and just dealing with good people. Kayla. Um, I'm like you lane. I also ranch, um, try and do it all. <laughs> it's not an easy life, but it's one I wouldn't trade. Um, and I do it to help farmers and ranchers like ourselves. Um, there's nothing better than being able to help our way of life survive. And these risk management tools are one way to do that. Yep. And I'm, I'm in the same boat, uh, you know, third generation rancher in Southern Utah. And, and um, anyways, uh, I've just, I've seen, I've seen a lot of times when these policies that we help put together have, have made a big difference in, in uh, operations. Um, uh, and, and we've got uh, guys that they swear that they wouldn't be around today if they didn't have some of these risk management policies. Um, so uh, yeah, it's it's it, it's a it's a it's a good thing, um, and I I enjoy working with just the different ranchers from all over, from Oregon, Nevada, Idaho, Arizona. It's it doesn't matter where you go, um, they're they're good people, and so. Well, again, there's only one time a year that you can sign up for this, and that deadline is coming up on December 1st. Any last uh, checklist that folks should make? I know we talked about uh, new policy uh, holders, and, and if you're returning to a PRF, I always want to say PFR sometimes, so I want, want to get that right, uh, our PRF uh, season, if, if you're uh, reapplying for that. Uh, uh, just, just any last thoughts before I let you get back to your guys' busy day? 
I guess the only thing we didn't really talk about uh, was the billing. It's actually September 1st due by September 30th is when it ends. So they don't have to, um, you sign up and you are good. You don't have to pay right away. So that makes it nice too for ranchers that they can see part of those indemnities before they have to pay their bill, if there is a bill. Okay. Well, all very important information. And of course, for more tools like the pasture rangeland forage option, just visit AgRisk Advisors online. And uh, I tell you what, uh, a lot of producers are, are very happy that they've had this policy, especially going through the, the, the very droughty conditions. And it doesn't just, it covers you not only during these drought times, but just when that lack of rainfall occurs. I think uh, Jason uh, really pointed that out well, that this is not, uh, uh, this is a lack of rainfall option. It's all about precipitation. And uh, I'd encourage everyone that's listening to contact AgRisk Advisors and, and their teammates to help you get signed up here. Again, the deadline to apply is December 1st, 2023. Well, folks, thanks for joining us here today. And uh, I know you guys got a long day of planning, but uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lee. Thank you. All right, friends, again. For more information on all of the risk management tools that AgRisk Advisors provides producers out in the countryside, visit them online. I'm Lane Nordland. We'll catch you next time.